All right. You just Ready? say when. Welcome to be <laughs> Fuck. Welcome to Betting Bones. <laughs> Action. Welcome to Getting Zone Podcast. We're gonna get into a topic about toxic spirituality and learn more about how we found ways within spirituality to better ourselves. Yes. I am your host, Sandy. My big three are Leo Sun, Libra Rising, and a Capri Sun Moon. My pronouns are she and her. And guess who's back? Guess who's back on the podcast after their spiritual journey with a young Spanish lad you all may know as Mama Ness. Hello, hello. I am Ness. I am Hi, Ness. Uh, hi. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back, but for any new faces or in case you need a refresher, I am a Libra Sun and a Cancer Moon and Rising. Um, I took some time away after lots of hard work and new things. Uh, first opportunity I had to get out since like post-pandemic kind of thing. I, I said now is the time or there will be no time again. But I am super happy to be back. It was awesome. How was your time without me? Listen, I mean, I think it was a spiritual growth moment for me too. Mm -hmm. Like I finally took a break from my hustle into figuring out what this what I can do for this podcast mm -hmm. and what I can bring and you know I, I went back from the start and just continued to refine everything that I already put as a foundation yeah and I feel like I figured out a little a little bit of like the dynamics between people and then what I want to portray out to the world yeah what we're all about Ooh, that sounds very exciting. Yeah, new adventures. New adventures. New way of doing things. New things. Well, on the topic of new things, Sandy dear, I think we are quite out of our comfort zone today. Yeah, we, we are quite out of our comfort uh, we zone. We landed in a new little space. Uh, we are feeling the sun. Sandy's feeling, feeling the sun. it. <laughs> You're I feeling am. it a lot. Specifically me. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, most specifically you. <laughs> Um, I have at least a little bit of shade, so I'll, I'll survive yeah, just because you're going to throw shade this episode. I am not throwing shade. <laughs> I would absolutely never do that. I'm going to push it out of you. Throw shade. Right now. <laughs> right now? Uh, no, so we are, we are in the outdoors, so uh, forgive any of the unexpected noises, but that's how nature and life works. So we hope that you will enjoy and hear us. Uh, the same as you would in any other episode, right? Yeah. I did want to say I do remember to do something, even though remember? I've been away. I remember a disclaimer. We may touch upon topics that some may find triggering. Many include death, love, sex, sexuality, and other cancelable materials. If anyone feels that these things are a turn-off, then turn us off. We will always strive to be our most educated and authentic selves. We hope you enjoy. So we're All gonna right. get into the toxic spirituality. You know, one thing I want to point out is 
uh, as someone like growing into social media really becoming a thing like growing up where Instagram was becoming a thing and, and all of that like I think we were talking about stuff like vaping we don't know the full spectrum of long-term effects I think that's the same case with social media I think now we're starting to see how some of those effects can be and now meaning like within probably the last 10 years we're definitely seeing how easily influenced people can be how the tool of social media is affecting us and like I'm seeing where people used to appreciate really long content versus now we just need something quick so it's like yeah like a a minute video there's not a lot of room to kind of elaborate so you need something quick to grab attention and I feel like that's definitely shaped stuff that um ends up being more on like the downside of of being sure more negative and stuff yeah so on the topic of like talking you like have to fit to a standard yeah your own way I feel like it's very easy to get like mobbed against it's kind of like cancel culture and why I don't like that with spirituality I I I used to be guilty of like using labels as a crutch in a way at first I I didn't see it that way I felt like okay I'm starting to accept who I am and what I want to do in life so it was like I needed an identifier and now I realize it's not really that important ends up boxing you in but with like spiritual stuff it's kind of like oh you're like super materialistic because you're a Taurus like no maybe there's more to that there's just so many you're you're bossy because you're a leo you only care about yourself and yeah or you're like a flirt in a hoe because you're a libra yeah or you're a sociopath because you're a scorpio like you know yeah it's a lot more than that there's a lot of aspects and i feel like we shouldn't disregard one's individual character to kind of fit them into something because everything like man-made is flawed in a way So that's kind of like what's going through my head when I see videos like what you mentioned. And I often get like, this is a sign from your twin flame. No, (laughs) it's a sign from you. They've been running away for years. Like when are they Uh, ever coming? But it's not to say that some of those things don't have a good effect and that there isn't truth to it. It's like the way they're being portrayed on TikTok. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, whether it's uh, like I love spirituality, I love philosophy. I, I just love truth and understanding. So I think both I spirituality, yeah, I love like spirituality because it's embracing the unknown and, and having faith through things and finding a higher knowledge. And philosophy is kind of like really looking at a more factual, logical way of why things are and questioning that reality. So I feel like they're two different sides of, of the coin, but have similar effects, if that makes sense. Um, it's like being aware of something greater than you, but also being aware of yourself yeah. in a greater sense. So, like, for context and why I bring it up is, like, I sometimes try to humble myself and ground myself so I don't get too, like... Oh, well, excuse you, motorcycle. What the well, fuck so I don't get like that. wrong with him? So I don't get, like, the motorcycle that just revved over here. Like, I mean, if I had a motorcycle, I'd be, I'd be proud of it, too. Okay. But, mm-hmm. yes, anyway, quite rude, but maybe timing. Whatever it is. But I like to humble myself and tell myself maybe something's placebo effect. So even if one of those maybe extremist spiritual TikToks come up and I'm like, this is actually quite ridiculous. Like, oh, no, there's a fire and you're going to die and your family. Oh, your cat might hack up a hairball and that's going to symbolize death. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't like to put that in my head. And it doesn't mean that I ignore negative things or whatever. But... I think in placebo effect and what you are, what you surround yourself, you are what you eat, you are what you consume in ways, media is that. So it's important to maybe think about the effects that your content has while at the same time 
like you have to be cautious of what you're soaking in. Not everything is for everyone, right? So I think it's up to the individual to have to navigate that. But most of TikTok is like for a younger audience or impressionable audience that we're kind of seeing more and more of this and people can get away with it because it's what's getting clicks and views and, right. uh, you know, responses the most. It's, it's like sad. the bad stuff is the stuff that get popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all the good stuff, the good information is like being just tossed away like it doesn't matter like the false uh advertisement of something is like marketed so well Mm -hmm. it just it it just takes away all this space for real people real connections to take place i think it all comes down to ego and greed yeah fairly bad concoction yes i also remember watching on tiktok um I don't know if you watch like so uh someone from your past hexed you or cursed uh. you and like <laughs> all these bad things are going to happen to you like fear mongering. Mm, yeah, like one, yeah, you're right. Probably someone did hex me too. How do you Why know? Why <laughs> should I care? And no, I'm sorry. But I just don't want to put that like in my head. I mean, if I feel like maybe that's a possibility, Hey, what's the hurt in doing something protective and maybe, you know, researching it? But I shouldn't, you know, drive myself crazy. I feel like the pressure of videos like that is like inducing psychosis and it's forcing us to stray further and away from, uh, you know, balance and and higher knowledge and maturity and, uh, you know, uh, like relying on yourself (laughs) to get you to a good place, not relying on somebody else to tell you that you are going to get into a good place. I think we're all very impressionable people. I think most human beings are very impressionable, but social media, like I could tell you a story and you have a level of trust in me. You have no reason to think the story would be fake or exaggerated. But I mean, most of the time when we tell stories, they're not necessarily exactly, exactly everything. I mean, yes, but the mind only remembers so much of what happens. Right. So there's, I feel like I remember like heavy details. (laughs) Yeah. They were saying, I, I heard or read something, but like, let's say, you know, a, a dangerous situation is happening. Someone's following you. You have to keep a mental note of like things as soon as you notice that sus behavior. But I was reading something that you usually only remember like a fraction of what you're actually seeing. So it's important to like write that down and remember that stuff right away when a crime or something happens. So I think it will. If that's the case in danger, you can only remember so much. Like, how is it on your day to day? You know, and if you're kind of all flase da and relying on the internet in some way or, or um, overusing the internet and stuff, like, how vulnerable are you going to be where you're not really questioning if these things are legit or not? Right. I think everyone should always question everything. Question us. Yes. Like, hey. half of the time, <laughs> we, like, we've learned the way we learn. We, know, we don't know every right thing, yeah. but we're figuring it out. I remember the first time I got into spirituality, and I brought it to you. And then we both got really into it and, like, started yes. learning all these things together. Oh, God. Yeah, we did. We got into birth charts. Ga- yeah. Gab was, like, the biggest one to show me Dude, that. Dude, she was just on that shit. She, like, Still on. leveled me up in my spiritual journey. Like, I don't think I would have ever leveled up the way I have if Gab wasn't there to, like, teach me while she's also learning it. Yes. And then with you, with all the things, with the, um, 
you show us great YouTubes and like. Oh things. yes, I put people on, on to TikTok. things. Yeah. And I'm like, check it, check this person out. Uh, check out this thing I saw. Like, what's the hurt in trying it? You know, see the silver lining and uh, take an optimistic approach to life. Oh yeah, it was really fun to get into spirituality. It was tough at first because, like, of uh, religious and spiritual backgrounds that I grew up with. You know, I respected it wholeheartedly, but I was always someone to be like. Oh, I don't know about that. Like maybe leaning more atheist. Uh, but then I got into philosophers and like they were they were the people who were like, yo, you ever think of dying sometimes? That's been a meme going around, like the Barbie that's like, you ever think of dying? And it's like philosophers back in like the day or something like that. I relate to that, Evie. I, I literally just asked maybe questions most kids would not ask. And it just, yeah. so I just really love the idea of questioning your reality and what's, what we think we know and just keeping an open mind and you know coming up with my own understanding of the world I don't think most people are encouraged to do that or or want to sometimes it's scary to think that life isn't what you think it is and that's what I think makes people learning about spirituality a bit scared you know but when you have something from what I've seen in like Catholic or Christian other religions I've had the experience of learning a bit about like I think it's a lot easier for a group of people to follow someone or something uh, and and not question it but abide by those rules. So we tend to group together. That's what I'm seeing as like a society, as human beings, right? I think the same thing applies on social media and TikToks, people and their followers, prophets and all that jazz. Right. So, who you know, if you really like somebody, you're going to be less likely to want to question their integrity and their authenticity their beliefs yeah. and because uh, you and think you guys are similar yeah and then working in entertainment I mean there's certain things that sell and you don't want to question it and that's why I say maybe it comes down to uh, greed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, egos greed sells egos sell yeah, <laughs> yeah I think those are tools for maybe the wrong hands makes it harder on all of us but yeah if you use yeah. it if, if you use your ego that's also the thing with ego death and all that you can use your ego to your benefit so much because it's the drive it's your power house of the (laughs) cell (laughs) like that's something that is like if you're gonna go after something your ego is like you can do this you can do that if it's positive if it's negative it's gonna give you those negative things and those negative feelings much like creating your own reality in a way of becoming who you are now or who you want to be in the now instead instead of oh I'll be this person when the time comes no you have to be it now and your ego lets you to do that if you use it the right way mm-hmm. if not you're just going to keep bringing yourself down yeah yeah I feel like you got to just find something get through the day start with a routine then yeah, then purpose balance. and all that comes along with trying things that you love or bring you love and joy uh yeah it's just it's just a matter of trial and error but i think some people and i think that's what what spirituality is it's learning right from wrong what works and what doesn't not everything is going to work for you not a lot of people believe in tarot and that's mm-hmm. fair you could believe in angels or you could believe in spirit guides. It's all different mediums mm-hmm. that you could use to help yourself. You don't have to do this one specific thing to get guidance or this one thing that you want to strive for. You, you pretty much control your life 
if you believe you can do that. Yes, life is a matter of perspective. It, it is up to the inv- individual. Uh, you know, sometimes we can't control the way things are perceived. Right. We can see things for as it is, if it's bullshit, if it's legit, if it's good or bad, whatever. Uh, but like I was saying before, it's some people it's hard, so it's a lot easier to identify with a person yeah. uh, or live life. And maybe getting through the day is listening to those extreme TikToks and, and everything. So, you know, I think it's just... It's up to the individual mm-hmm. to take whatever helps them what helps, like yeah. grow. Yeah, I just I worry a lot of the time about about how uh, the effects and it is uh, on like the younger generation especially. But I mean, I'm sure our generation felt the same way about us when the internet was coming right. around. And yeah. I mean, look at us. Everyone finds their way. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be the worst way possible. I know I didn't grow up in a. I didn't grow up in a place where, like, things were taught to me. Like, I remember my mom using spirituality, but I didn't know that at the time. Mm -hmm. She used to put crystals on the corner of my room. She used to... Basil baths. Give me basil baths Mm -hmm. when I was acting wrong. Yeah. Oh, my mom also, like, she had all these little, like, tricks and trades she do coming from a witchcraft background. Like, and I had no idea that those were not social norms and that was exclusive to I guess what she took and resonated in her life from spirituality or what have you and as I got more and more into it I realized how valuable some of those tools are that's why I love tarot it's philosophy and art who wouldn't like that but it's scary to that I've seen that some people are worried about what could be said to them but I feel like they're just afraid of themselves and that's tough so it's it it is easier I think to have uh, people you look up to that's what we yeah, like idols like and a, celebrities um, like a stepping stone yes, but like sp- where to go next because this person did the same and this is how they yeah. are but on the topic of spotlights i do have to note the sun is beaming and i am dying welcome back hey. we took a mini detour <laughs> a mini break <laughs> we are now in canada oh. as you can see with the open spaces you can't get that in new jersey people you just can't we're not in canada we, in we canada. are in jersey <laughs> <laughs> we are in new jersey this uh, is half beautiful of what i think canada would look like yeah i ho- i'd hope it'd bring like nice vibes like this yeah probably better. better vibes yeah better it smells better, better probably Ooh. yeah Dirty Jersey. Dirty no. Jersey. The Jersey has some really great things going for it. I will commit it on that. But part of humbling ourselves as Jerseyans is talking shit about it. Yeah. So. You know what we're going to talk shit about? What? Our past. Oof. Yeah. How, how long do we have? <laughs> um, you said 610. Yeah, like, 610. Uh, <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> Five minutes. Yeah. Okay. It got a little too hot and heated. Physically, yeah, I was sweating. I, it's a lot cooler down here, though. Yeah, and I was cooler. uh getting ready for work, and then I didn't have to get ready for work. Well, I was already ready for work, but I I I was allowed to get unready for work. Yeah, you you um, were feeling you weren't feeling well. You still no. don't, but yeah, but you know, here we're we not are. really like hustling and bustling. Yeah, we're making the most of our day. I started to feel a little bit better, so. Uh, I'll never say no to an adventure out in nature, and uh, I love showing sandy, cool places I've been, so this yeah. is one of the spots. Be ready to look at cool places with us, because, yes. you know, our my house is not the only studio we got. Yeah. <laughs> our nature is our studio. This beautiful earth. 
this earth that we all live on. Yeah, so didn't choose to be on it, but we do all live here. And that's fun. Yes, very <laughs> fun. I wanted to say, was there anything that we forgot to mention or anything you need to draw back from what we talked about earlier? We're going to talk about our stories with spirituality, the bad and the good, whatever you choose, if you have anything on your mind. All right. Well, you know, I see spirituality as just like a person's individual journey to self-discovery whatever tools that they want to use to obtain that is completely up to them so long as it doesn't hurt themselves or others so i think um i talked a little bit about like labels and stuff and i have a story to share um about early in my 20s i was trying different jobs and there was a pretty famous retail store called botnopic and uh, there was a district manager that ended up interviewing me, interviewing me. And I was so used to, like, the interview settings where, you know, you're in a room and it's just one-on-one and they're paying attention to you. And it could be in and out or, like, they give you, you know, a good amount of time a day, right? Well, this person brought me into the center of the mall that this spot was at. And they, uh, they were very dismissive on their phone, just, like, as if I wasn't there and it it just completely threw me off it was such a different experience and I also wasn't 100% certain in who I was so um in short there there was a question that I had to answer which was you know tell me about yourself and I did the usual of who I was at the time and it was uh, followed up with well tell me something that like you struggle with and I went with an example that you'd find in the workplace something I thought was applicable to this type of interview or you know and she basically didn't want to hear that she wanted to hear something more personal so the only thing I could think of that wouldn't send me into a spiral (laughs) was how I had recently come to terms with anxiety and how do I manage that in a workplace or in personal relationships and like before I could even answer it she she just didn't really give a fuck and I was just like why are you asking (laughs) right and after I was done you know, we wrap up the interview. I actually ended up getting a call back, but I wanted nothing to do with it. And she ended with um, a, a comment. And it was, I think you use your anxiety as a crutch. And I was like, bitch, no. Um, it, How do you use anxiety for, as a crutch? I, and this was when How I was recently... helping you to be a crutch? <laughs> no, I was recently coming to terms with like anxiety, you know, and just mental conditions and just having a get through a lot of things I was going through at the time so the first thing I I could do was all right we'll figure out what it is and you know for a long time like neurologist doctors would say okay you have anxiety and I never really understood the full depth of that or what that was like I was just so sucked into the cycle so owning it and kind of being proud of it like this is something I struggle with but like I get through the day I'm still pushing myself for somebody to be like I don't give a fuck you're using it as a crutch basically I was like well fuck this place but now that I'm a couple years from that experience, I realize what she meant, and I kind of share a similar opinion that, yes, you know, you can find out what things identify you best, but that's not what you should kind of make as your personality, and I felt like maybe I was doing that. Maybe that was perceived as all I had to offer, all that was, like, a key thing about me, and it just didn't really paint me in the best light that I could have. So, like, I kind of think with spirituality and things that are put out there, you know, also to not make that your identity. And that's, that's, I guess, how I feel. A story kind of relative to it. That was the first time that I think really shifted how I perceived 
um, changes in my life or comments in my life, criticism and everything. I think that in a way was a spiritual moment, even though it was said to me in a more nasty way and didn't really have the best of intent. Maybe it was inappropriate for the setting. I still grew you from it. You took a lesson from it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have a story? I mean, <laughs> I, I need to think about this. Well, like, I don't know. Like, for a toxic story or, like... Maybe positive. A beginning start. I mean, I got into spirituality pretty much around, I don't know, 17, 18. It was pretty new. And I didn't realize the full extent to spirituality like I do now. And I'm 23. And it's... I've been in this so long... That I didn't realize how far I came and how much I've learned, even with spirituality. And, you know, they don't tell you. <laughs> they don't tell you the moments where you're trying to grow and heal yourself and understand yourself. Like, why do I do the things I do? And lately I've been asking myself, why can't I express what I feel about a certain thing or if I'm... Like, I, I'm, or if, I just need something, you know? And I keep thinking about it. And, you know, memories of my past with my mom come down. And I told you a little bit of it. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the moon or something, but, like, I was just, these memories just kept popping in my head, just randomly. Like, it was just like, oh, here's a memory. Waits five hours. Here's another one. Oof. Oh, I forgot about this one. <laughs> and it's like, my God, am I fucked. Oh, no. I am fucked. Like, I used, <laughs> like, no wonder why I was a problem child or, like, uh, like, screaming for help and, like, doing these things to sabotage myself. It's because, like, it's so hard for me to express myself because I feel like every time I express myself, it was wrong it was not the right way to think or not the right way to ask mm -hmm. and there, i was i wasn't taught what the right way was or like uh, i wasn't taught anything yeah. it was like i'm pretty much figuring it out for myself and trying to learn from watching movies or tv or anything like that yeah and i, I think um something we bonded over was like our feelings uh may be perceived as an inconvenience for like family whether they meant to or not so it like shapes the way we go about life and though our past and our experiences and our traumas may be different we can kind of see some of the parallels and maybe help one another grow yeah and i definitely have seen you grow out of that so i think what I'm hearing is you're in a state of introspection <laughs> and unraveling I'm, and unlearning. I'm unraveling <laughs> a lot that yeah. I don't want to unravel. And it's, it was a lot emotionally. Once I unlocked layer by layer, like, why can't I express myself? Oh, because people just, my, specifically my family and my mom's side and my mom, uh, <laughs> them just she. talking down to me every time I tried to understand something. And then it went deeper t from that to, like, oh, God, I, I need to remember. It, it went, it, it went, <laughs> it went so deep that it unraveled another thing, which was the basal baths. Oh. And me connecting 
what I was going through at that time and then an event happening. And it was like, this was the hardest moment of my life. And my mom gave me a, bas- a basil bath to cleanse myself from something. Yeah. And you had no idea that that and was even a thing. Yeah, until <laughs> literally recently, I'm piecing it together like, this woman, like, did shit to me. <laughs> and I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Like, I was being forced into this mm-hmm. into this thing that I didn't even know what it was. And I feel like she meant well with, yeah, like, helping sh- you. But yeah. there was... It wasn't like you were taught it or it yeah, was retained. It so. wasn't like, help me explain why you're doing this to yeah. me. And again, mm-hmm. I couldn't express myself or ask a question. So it was just a thing that happened and you felt a little better and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. It was like a weird forced thing. It, it helped me, I guess. Like, I, I, s- I stopped. It sounds <laughs> like you need a basil bath. <laughs> <laughs> Some crystals. Is that how to yeah. heal myself? Some incense. Heal myself from my trauma. Well, maybe by an act going of back to the trauma. <laughs> that started. Y- well, yes, unpacking trauma means understanding yeah. where that came from, how it happened, how you perceived it, and what it, like, what it affected you the most, and how it makes you an adult. And if we don't unpack this and sort this out, especially in your twenties, you, you won't like, understand why you do the things yeah, you do. It's gonna like solidify for your adulthood and your future and so it's important to work through these things not that you'll have it all figured out by your early 30s but it's best that while you're self-aware and while you have control over these things to see if you can work your way up to to optimizing your life by you know shedding those unhealthy habits or you know finding a way to process trauma or even unexpected moments where you're getting memories and stuff just you know, strengthening yourself. I I think learning to love yourself. Yes. Gotta love self care club. Self-care wow. Care club. Brief intermission. <laughs> At least it came after you shared the deep. Trauma. I know, right? It was wow, like, what timing? Time? It, that that was like yeah. end it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if you liked our stories, and if you like this new way of perceiving us <laughs> Ex- experiencing us listening to us to our full nature savoring us our full know. rawness if you like all of this you i'm gonna tell you what to do you're gonna go like and subscribe to our youtube and G- then give us a follow excuse me oh i'm sorry i had a suggestion i'm following up <gasps> i'm so sorry i'm Continue. following you <gasps> You are? You're following us. Oh. You know where to follow us? Anywhere you get your entertainment. And you know where that is? Tell Do you want to tell them? Oh. Um, you can follow the Getting Zone Pod on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok and YouTube. Correct? Correct. And Spotify and Apple Podcasts, <gasps> anywhere you get oh, your entertainment. Oh, yes. It's I, okay. I nearly forgot this about this. Don't, aren't, we TikTok? Chaotic, aren't we on TikTok? Aren't we on TikTok? Aren't we on TikTok? We're, I mean, it's got to be on TikTok. chaotic. I'm, I'm going to post on TikTok. Oh, Remember wow. that skateboard grounding video that yes. I was talking about? Yes. You guys should check it out. You should. I'm yeah. working on it. Sorry, um, I'm a little like attitude. It's a grounding exercise. <laughs> it's, I'm gone for a month and I suddenly don't know how to react, especially when there's people around. Yeah, I get quiet. <laughs> I'm, I'm just powering through like and we're, we're almost repelling the people that are coming. Like, I feel terrible. It's a public space. But, That's like, what I mean. I feel you know, like I'm welcome disturbing to come the peace, here. But whoever just listened to my dark ass story, you're welcome. It's some <laughs> improv banter to try to, like, shoo people away. But I, I feel like we kind of like it. Yeah. Oh, 
Ness, they asked us something. Did you hear that? No. They. Wait. Say it again. Hold on. Oh my god. <laughs> Sandy doesn't like bugs, but I think that was a messenger. They said, "Where can they follow you?" Oh, okay. You can follow me at Canadian Artistry Artistry with a Z. And for Ness, you can follow me at Mystical Sissy G. That is S Y Z Y G Y on Instagram. Yes, you can find the rest yeah, of yeah. all of our links and shenanigans in our bios and tags. Hopefully, um, for our TikTok on Getting Zone, we hopefully can make skits. Yes, and that have would be fun. Great. And you know, plan shit out. You guys responded really well to our cooking shenanigans. Yeah. I also, like, I posted that on my Instagram. And also to Morgan. Oh, they yes. Morgan. Morgan is such a vibe. Whoever like, shout Morgan. out to Morgan. <laughs> it was just like, views. Thank there you. There wasn't really a lot of likes. Like, I already thanks, loved you, but I love you likes. even more. Like, thank you for being here thank when you. I couldn't. And for joining our little squad in this journey. We love Dude, you. She's so You're an great icon. On, on camera and talking. Absolutely. Like, I eat up those deadpan stares, and and the dry humor is just <laughs> scrumptious. Lick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Morgie Morg, and I love everybody here watching, listening, checking us out, sharing us. We appreciate you. We're going to grow. We're like growing a tree. together. Not the dead ones in the back. Not, no, no. We'll find a better that. tree and yeah. sacrifice it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sacrifice myself after oh this. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. In fact, you oh can my God. Uh, take me first. <laughs> <laughs> Redefining corpse party. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> All right, guys. Have we a love blessed you. week. Thank you. And stay gay because, you know, gay means happy. And we love that. No stay matter what happy. that means for you. Stay queer. Stay happy. You gotta be queer. Woo! Thank you. Bye. We love you. Bye bye. <laughs>